Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Thanks to JLD Hot Sauce and Knives, Saints Happy Hour listeners now get to listen to the complete version of our weekly Twitter spaces the entire football season. If you want award-winning hot sauces like Boot Jolica or Reaper Madness Special Reserve, go to www.jldsharpsauce.com. They have incredible jellies such as palm and pepper. They also have an incredible selection of handmade knives for cooking, hunting, and your outdoor needs. Go check out the Zombie Killer Quartering Cleaver and tell me it's not the best damn quartering cleaver you ever saw in your entire life. Jerry Embler is a tremendous supporter of Saints Happy Hour, so we're asking you to support the people who support Saints Happy Hour. Go to www.jldsharpsauce.com to get the best hot sauces and knives at the best prices anywhere. Use promo code SAINTSHAPPYHOUR and get 10% off. That's www.jldsharpsauce.com. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items, So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. That's saintshappyhour.com. G'day, it's Stevic from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex, shoulder pads and helmets, running around with a throwing a football. In Australia you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it. And there's um, no protection. They're all naked. And there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field. And we all stand around and drink blood watching it. But if American football's your thing, you know what to do. Saints Happy Hour podcast. Stick it in you. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's that time of week where we're on Twitter Spaces, and as always, Twitter Spaces for Saints Happy Hour is presented free by JLD Hot Sauces and Knives. For all your hot sauces and knives need, go to JLDSharpSauce.com. Andrew! We're going to talk Saints and Steelers, but first, I want to say this. Hate watching the rest of the NFC South. It has really made the 2022 football season special, even though the Saints are terrible. The NFC South is the gift that keeps on trying and trying to give the Saints 
something special. And the Saints keep saying no. But the NFC South, it is the worst division I've ever seen in my entire life. It really is. It is. It's art at this point. Like the, Well, there, there's – yep, I sure did. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Get it. Yeah, so, you know, I know the Saints – I mean, Carolina won this division at seven, eight, and one one year, yeah. and that 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 year was bad. And you know, I know Seattle when they beat the Saints in the playoffs, Beast Quake and all that. They were seven and nine when they won their division. So I think that's the worst, right? The worst division winner is seven and nine. All that's time. right. And I think I think this division will put that to the test. And, and by the way, that that Seattle team in two thousand and ten that went seven and nine. They were six and nine heading into the final game, and they were hosting the seven and eight Sam Bradford Rams, coached by Spagnola. They won, got the tiebreaker, and won in the division. Andrew, I look at this division, and I know the Saints are going to be hard pressed to get the seven. But I'm telling you, I think Atlanta. And I think Tampa are going to be hard-pressed to get to seven. Well, I, I joked with you that while I was watching this game that Carolina was going to win the division. So <laughs> I started watching that, and I'm like, Carolina's got this. Hey, listen, you joke, but, like, is Carolina, like, why can't they? Like, they're a stupid extra point away from being four and six if they hold on to this game, which you never know. These teams are bad. It's only 13 to three. I mean, they they could still lose and we could see, but um, this division is bad. Um, it's, cra- it's crazy to me, Andrew. The Saints, I think it's almost just as likely that at 3.30, me and you are doing the post game spaces after the Steelers game and are like, LOLs, the Saints are in a three-way tie for first. That's just as likely as, oh my God, Kenny Pickett just threw for three fifty, and the th- Saints are three and seven. I w- I want to die. Like both of those. Oh I, man, no. I mean, if 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 the Saints lose to the Steelers, it's going to be like sixteen thirteen. I mean, <laughs> he's not throwing for three fifty. But I mean, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because I'm basically just guaranteed that it's happened. But yeah, I mean, this division is terrible, and you know, honestly. I don't know, like, how I feel about it. Like, your part of you is like, thank God, because it keeps them in the mix. And, then, you know, there's another part of you that's like, man, if the Saints are going to be this t- terrible, just put them out of their mis- misery and bury them, right? So, Well, it's interesting. I was, listening to a, I was listening to a Carolina Spaces just to test the audio to make sure my, my mic worked, the audio, and I was recording it. And they were like... I know we're winning, but we're not a playoff team. Like we can't do. We need. We, they're like we can't. We can't miss out on a quarterback. We can't. We can't go seven and ten and pick twenty first and miss out on a quarterback. Like we, it, it's not worth it. We gotta get C.J. Stroud. We gotta get one of these quarterbacks. But the Saints don't have a pick, man. I, look, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not for tanking. I'm not for tanking in any shape or form until the Saints are eliminated, and. I don't know, like, I don't even think, like, tanking to get Dennis Allen fired is going to be worth it because I don't think the Saints, I really don't think they're going to fire Dennis Allen, even if even if they, it, it comes completely off the rails and they go 4 and 12, 4 and 13, 5 and 12. I just don't think they're going to do it. They're going to give him another year. But let's talk about this Steeler team, Andrew, because they are bad. People were joking to me. They were like, this is going to be the Steelers' get-right game. And I say this in all seriousness. A get-right game for the Steelers 
on Sunday would be they score 24 points. They have not their high point total for the year is 23 on offense week one against Cincinnati. That's how bad they are. The, their longest touchdown this year is eight yards. The next team with the longest touchdown is like what twenty nine. I saw that stat and I sent it to you. It it can't. Part of me is like that. That is made up. Like the guy made that up just for giggles. They they the the Steelers' longest touchdown is eight yards. The second shortest touchdown by any team is the Chargers at twenty three. Tampa is twenty eight. Okay. The Saints, for comparison, they have a sixty yard touchdown to your UDFA son. Uh, against Arizona, um, I mean that's that's comedy. Bad. It's unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, no, they, they are inept. And you know, as I've said before, you know, Claypool is no longer a part of that offense. Kenny Pickett, two touchdowns, eight interceptions, is having a he Schuler type season. He's not ready to play. He's learning on the job, but like he was not ready to start. And if the Steelers were serious about this season they would still be starting Trubisky. Like, as bad as he is, like, I, I think he gives them a better chance. But mm-hmm. I just I just think they're taking their lumps. Like, they've decided, like, this is a lost season, and we're going to use this for Pickett to kind of get some experience. Well, I think – We believe he's our guy. Well, I think, too, the Steelers, you know, like, it behooves them to say, like, you know what, let's play Pickett, and let's see if Pickett's the guy. Because if they, if they go 3-14 and 14 or 2-15 and – they could pick top four, which the Steelers have never done in my lifetime. But they could, and they could be like, you know what? We're going to be like Arizona when they picked, uh, was it Josh Rosen in the top ten? And then the next year, they're like, we're picking number one. We're picking Kyler Murray. We know Rosen's not the guy. Like, I wonder if the Steelers are like, listen, we got to see if Pickett's the guy because this next quarterback class is good. We might pick another one. Um, you know. Um, but we'll see. So uh, before we get to people that want – if you want to talk, uh, raise your hand. We'll get to you. We're going to try to get to as many people as we can before 920 when we get out of here, 25. But, Andrew, my concern with this game is the Saints are going to probably be starting two backup guards on the offensive line. You're going to have Ruiz at center – which is a new, is a different position from him than what he usually plays. You're going to be missing Pete Werner. You're going to be missing Lattimore. You might be missing Marcus May. Uh, I just worry that like the injuries are just too much, as bad as the Steelers are. I just worry that the offensive line can't hold up, and if the offensive line can't hold up, then turnovers come into play, and that, to me, is the only way the Steelers are getting more than 24 points, is if the Saints offense turns the ball over and that's my concern this offensive line can it hold up with two backup guards I mean those are all fair questions I I just think at this point like I question whether the Saints are capable of winning with 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 the guys they've got and the injuries that they've put up with um I I just I'm not sure they beat any team in the league as banged up as they are so we'll see you know hopefully they prove me wrong I mean you still have Kamara you still have Mm-hmm. And Jarvis Landry coming back would help. And, you know, they still – you know what I would do, though, Ralph? I mean, I'm going to be dead honest with you right now. I would start Taysom Hill. If only because a team wouldn't see it coming. And, you know, as, and I can't believe I'm back full, full, full circle to this because I, I swore to myself 
that I would I never wanted to see Taysom Hill start in a game at quarterback for the Saints ever again. So I, I just want you guys to know, any anyone listening, I'm not one of those start Taysom Hill. He's a good quarterback. Seven and like, two. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not that guy. I, I see clearly that he's not a, a quarterback, but but I just think right now the Saints don't have a quarterback. Dalton ain't it. James Winston ain't it. And, and like that, that's become clear. And so like week to week. For me, it's just like you got to start the guy that gives you the best chance to win. And I just feel like right now, especially when you consider the injuries, your best shot is to go with a running back uh, at, at, at quarterback. Uh, and I, just let him run the ball. Let him do his yeah. thing. Like he's going to be bad processing. The ball's going to be out late. He might, you know, make some mistakes. He might not be accurate with the football or whatever. Uh, his processing will be poor. But, like, maybe he can rip some runs. Maybe the offense can get something going. And if he runs for over 100 yards, like I'm at the point now where it's just like, you know, maybe something good happens if the ball's just in his hands a little bit more. Yeah. And, and you, you know, if the Saints. I would like, I'm serious. I'm, I'm dead serious, Ralph. Like, and, and I, this is coming from a guy who's like, that dude's not a quarterback and I never want to see him start again. I am fully back on the start Taysom Hill train. If, if only for a week. You know, only let's, for- let's, let's do it against – until some guys get healthy. Like, here's the thing with Dalton. I, I actually do think Dalton is, is okay. And I do think the Saints can win with him if he's supported by a good run game. The problem is your whole offensive interior line is out. So you can't support him with a good run game. Can you support him with a good defense? No, because you're missing – Warner, you're missing. You might be missing Cam Jordan, who missed practice today. It was rest. Missing, it was rest. He'll be yeah, all right. I it think. was rest. Okay, you're missing Lattimore. You're missing a bunch of guys in the secondary. Like, I'm not sure this defense can even stop Kenny Pickett. They're so banged yeah. up. Yeah. And so I, I just like I, to me, Dalton is not the answer. I would be tempted to go with Jameis in this game, but again, it's like he's not getting the ball out very quickly and. I'm not sure I want his ankle and his back taking hits when you, you're missing your two guards, essentially. I know it's McCoy, but Ruiz is moving to center. So you're, you're going to start two brand-new guards in this game. So I just uh, – I if only for one week to deal with, like, the issues that the Saints have and just, just become a Wildcat team you know, I, and run Taysom into the ground and, and start Taysom. Like, I, I, think I'm it's, serious. I think that's a it, – it's risky because they're banged up on defense. I also, like, I don't think the Steelers would see it coming. Yeah, and here's the thing, Andrew. This game, if Dennis Allen looked at it and was like, listen, we need to run the plan that Sean did when we faced Denver. Remember they faced Denver in, what was it, 2020, right? And Denver didn't have a quarterback. They all got, they were all in the COVID room, right? And they had to start the receiver at COVID. And Sean Payton was like, they're not going to score. So you know what we're going to do? We're not going to throw the ball at all because we're not going to give them any opportunity to score. And the only way they're going to score is if we turn the ball over, right? He said that after the game, right? And I think Taysom had thrown like 11 passes or something like ridiculous, right? And the Saints are just like, they're not going to score. I think that plan, even though your defense is banged up as it is against Kenny Pickett, that's a perfectly reasonable plan. Just be like, we cannot turn the ball over. We're running the single wing with Taysom. Taysom, don't fuck, don't freaking fumble. 
Like that, like it might not work because their defense might be so banged up. Kenny Pickett might make plays on them. But going in, like if that, if they decided that was their plan today and they were going to run the single wing with Taysom, like I wouldn't hate it. It might not work, but if it didn't work, I wouldn't be like that was dumb. I'd be like, I get it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, where they go at guard. By the way, um, you know they just signed Derek Kelly to the practice squad right now. You've got four guards on the practice squad. You've got Josh Andrews, the veteran. You got Drew Desjardins. I don't even know how you say that. You've got you see Durant, and you have Derek mm-hmm. Kelly. And Derek Kelly has played for the Saints before, and so and Josh Andrews is a veteran. So like those are options. You could also go with Lewis Kidd. You could give him your first start, but you putting him in guard. I don't know. Maybe you kick Landon Young out to left tackle, and you bring in Hurst, and you put Hurst at guard, but like. It's going to get weird. Like it's we know, if they're if they're, if they're missing Pete and McCoy, and we know Ruiz will play center, and we know Throckmorton will be one of the guards. But I honestly have no clue who the other guy starting. Is. It's going to get weird. I think, it, I think Lewis Kidd has a shot. I think all those practices. Yeah, if you if you're going to get weird, get weird at quarterback. So we got say, people. I want to get to them. Yeah, got- there's a chance that they would move Hurst inside because things before if they believe that Landon Young's Attack. Well, they, the, the Saints, you know, we know their philosophy, and I don't think it's changed. They're always like, we play the best five. We're going to play the yeah. best, the, the best five. Um, so, El Gunner, to me, which to me, to me, that to me that means Kid or Landon Young come in. You know, yeah, El Gunner, what you got for us? I was a little worried, but then I said, okay, we we're, we're playing the Steelers. You know, they're a sorry team. They sorry. They are sorry, El Gunner. I mean? Sorry. I think we're the better team. I think last week, okay, we played a good ass Ravens team. They beat us. They they beat us. They stomp us out. We lost the game. Okay, we couldn't handle the blitz. That's something that we got to work on. I hate seeing somebody bring the blitz and it works every time. I think we really got to work on that. But other than that, if we could have held up the blitz. It would have been a better game. I think this game is a game for us to get back on track. It's just that simple. Leave the quarterback alone. Let him do his thing. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm glad somebody's steady. We have a steady quarterback. He can throw the ball. The receivers can catch his passes. I say we play this game, get a win, get back on track, and try to beat a team that has a record. This NFC South sucks. Hopefully we can win it. I believe that we can. I think we're the best team in the NFC South. Well, thanks, Elgona. Andrew, I'll say this for him. Like, tonight I'm looking at this Well, game. that's good stuff. You know, I, seven, I agree, seven. Elgona. Get I me seven wins. I think if the Saints and get to seven and sweep the South, they'll get it. Look at the Saints right now. I, I'm not sure if they're the best team or not, but certainly you have an argument. I, I just think with the NFC South as bad as they are, it's terrible. I mean, we're, you're, right now I'm looking at Atlanta. They're down 13-3 in the third quarter. Marcus Mariota can't get anything going. He, he looks terrible. Uh, Atlanta's offense can't can't move the ball. I mean, it, they, they look bad. Now they may come back and win this game because there's plenty of time left, but uh, they're they're getting whipped up front by the Carolina Panthers. And here's right now. And if Carolina can win this, then that means Atlanta drops to four and six. 
and, and we're right back where we were last week. That's right. Win the and Saints being for, win. And and see, and you know, we don't know how Tampa's going to look in Tampa Germany. Loses. We're in a three-way tie yeah. first place, which would be crazy. Hey, have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get Breaking Saints News Podcast, Saints Player Grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. Before I get to Troy, I want to say this. We make. I, fun- I don't know what happened. I don't know if we lost uh, Ralph, but uh, Troy, oh. you're you're on now. Can you hear me, Troy? You're on. Unmute Go yourself. ahead, Troy. Can you hear me? Well, I can hear you. That was really impressive. Go ahead, Troy. What you got? So uh, yeah, we, we've got a thirteen-three game, and uh, what are your thoughts right now? It looks like the Falcons are going to lose this game. Hopefully. Yeah, I think Carolina's going to win it, but. It's time to get rid of Andy Dalton. That's all I gotta. We gotta get rid of Andy. <laughs> He's not it. He never was. You want to go back to Jameis? So I, what do you think? What do you think about my idea of starting Taysom Hill this week? Do you hate? Do you hate it as much as I thought I would hate it, but don't hate it anymore? I don't hate it, but we need to use them more. Like, oh, hundred percent, helping us win the game. Fifteen, we're 15, not using them. Troy. He better have fifteen touches. He better have 15 to Who, 20 touches. I need more than that. <laughs> which quarterback would you say gives the team the best chance to win any given Sunday right now of the three? A healthy Jameis because what we seen last year, he can win games for us. He ain't got to force it. We're just not, we, I, I think in the beginning of the year, the game plan for Jameis was not set up like we should have it. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and so I, I think the really the the big question here is whether or not Jameis Winston can play. And, and and by that I mean is he healthy enough to play effectively. Yes, and if that, he's healthy, that, that's yeah. really the yeah, that that's the big if and, and so and we don't know that. And you know, these these back injuries when you're talking about fractured fractured vertebrae, when you're talking about serious ankle injuries, that that's one of those things well, where it could take it could take six to twelve weeks. Here's the thing, though. Perfectly. Here's the thing, though, and, Andrew. And we just don't know. So it, I, 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 I'm going to trust the Saints staff with this, and they'll make a decision to put him out there when they feel like he's ready. But uh, you know, once again, with this Michael Thomas stuff, man, it's just crazy. It's really sad to think that he's never going to get a chance to really play with Michael Thomas. And I don't know whether it's Jameis's last year with the Saints or Michael Thomas. It just feels really unlikely that they get a chance to play I together think next Jameis year. Jameis will be there next year. I mean. We signed one two-year deal. There's no quarterbacks really in the free agency. We're not gonna have a draft pick, so and we're gonna have, we're stuck with him. Yeah, it may be. Um, Ralph, are you uh, Troy? Can you hear? Can you hear Ralph, Troy? I cannot. 
You cannot. Y'all can't hear me. You're you're muted, or I don't know what. I don't know what on, I'm so, uh, here. I, yeah, I can hear. I can hear him now. Okay, here's here's my question, and this if a- Andrew says he can't hear me, but but Troy, I'm going to say this for everybody in the room. I know people like analytics, and I know you people like going for it on fourth down. I'm telling you, and I'm telling Dennis Allen if he's listening to the spaces in his coaching office right now. This game Sunday, fuck analytics. Kick your field goals. You get up yeah. nine nothing on Pittsburgh, twelve to three. I don't care. Pittsburgh can't score. Kick the freaking field goals. It's fourth and two from the nine. Kick the field goal. Get the lead out. That's what it is. I'm just saying, Troy. I don't want to hear about analytics. You got to score points any way possible, Sunday. Just saying. Oh yeah, we definitely got to get the points, but. If it's like fourth and one, I trust Taysom Hill to get that one yard. <laughs> Here, here's the thing, th- and thanks, Troy, for joining us. Andrew's back. Uh, Andrew, you there? Yeah, I'm here. It's weird, man. I couldn't hear you what at all. Is the, what's the right amount of touches for Taysom, you think, Sunday? Is it just ride him into the ground? Dude, I, I just told you I, we need to start him. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I, but I, like, surprise start. Like, keep it under wraps. Keep it under wraps. Tell, tell no one, and then, like, on Sunday, it's, just like, drop it in. Taysom, Taysom Hill starting for the Saints. Everyone's like, what? But, I mean, I, I, do, I think Andy Dalton's going to start. I'm I mean, telling you what I think they should do. But I, I think Andy Dalton is going to start. And my expectation, look, if Taysom Hill gets less than 10 touches, then Dennis Allen should be fired and left in Pittsburgh. Yeah, 10, Atlanta just scored. It's 13 to 10, I guess. Um, the Saints, offensive lines, bad offensive lines don't usually travel well. The Saints had – they need Jarvis Landry to play desperately, and Andrew, they need to stay out of third and long. And that, and I know that's going to be boring for a lot of fans, but like they can't get in penalties and be third and twelve, third and eight. That can, they got to be third and three, third and four. Hit Jarvis Landry like it's. They have got to be smart and I think conservative in the game plan. Like as long as your defense ha- make. Pittsburgh prove that they can score, which they haven't done all year. That's all, that's my only thing. Like, if the Saints lose and it's sixteen thirteen and it's a ugly ass game, I'll be ma- I'll be mad, but that's fine. Just don't shoot yourself in the foot and give the Steelers like thirteen points because you turned the ball over four times. That's that's what I want, and I- I'm just not sure if the Saints are capable of doing that. Because yeah, been- I, I'm not. I mean, that, that's what they've been doing all season. So I hope you're right. I just uh, can't turn it over, obviously. But, I, dude, I agree. Like, this is one of these games where it's third and seven, third and eight. You run a draw, and if it doesn't work, you punt. Yeah. I, I, I'm not against punting on third down, Ralph. <laughs> can, can, Canadian rules. Butterich, what you got for us? Well, it's on my – Sort of unofficial UDFA son, Nefe Suel, got promoted to the active ro- roster today. So Man, you, you pronounce that in a very Ralph Ralphian way. Yeah. It's uh, not thirteen ten. Atlanta it's, missed it's, the extra point. It's thirteen to nine. Nephi Sewell. He's your he's your Nephi Nephi. Sewell. He, he, he's your uh, adopted UDFA son. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the one I also told Tomas to draft in. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he gets a chance to play in this game. Obviously, it looks like Warner's going to miss, and so yeah, I'm, there's a big they, there's a big question mark for me about who starts. You know, I think I I think Zach Bond's going to play a lot, mm. uh, and it'll be a good opportunity for him. Um, I think it's probably going to be Caden Ellis. Based yeah, on what be, K- yeah, Caden Ellis will probably start, but I I think we we saw this in the most recent game that. Zach Bond on that final drive got a chance to play a good amount. And so yeah. I, I'm with you that Caden Ellis will start, but when they're in three linebacker sets, you know, those three. You know, and, and here's the thing, too. You guys watch a lot of tape, but I can't believe that the Steelers are going to be like, oh, the Saints defense, it's really bang, banged up. We're going to let Kenny Pickett throw it around. Like, I think the, the Steelers are probably thinking like we're thinking with the Saints, like Kenny Pickett. Don't turn the ball over. Their offense is beat up. We got T.J. Watt coming back. We got uh, another safety coming back. We got the new corner we got from the the, the commanders. Uh, we're going to hold the Saints down. Don't turn the ball over. So I think Pittsburgh might have a conservative game. Their, second, Did, Ralph, their secondary is really, really banged up. Like Both of their corner, starting corners did not practice for two days in a row. I don't think Mika Fitzpatrick practiced. Yeah. I, I haven't seen anything yet outside of, you know, they're hoping T.J. Watt comes back. I haven't seen anything saying that he started practicing already. Yeah. So, I mean, they're they're banged up too. But but do you, do you, do you agree with my point that, like, their, their game plan is going to be – I think the Steelers are going to be a pretty conservative game plan. Like, this game could be, like, 6-3 to three at the half or 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. I think they're going to try to run, run the ball with Najee and, J- and Jalen Warren. Najee's been bad this year. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Like, um, I follow some Steelers reporters, and sometimes they pop up in my uh, uh, recommended because Twitter's algorithm is weird, and I see them complaining about Najee like he's pulling a Trent Richardson. Like he's just not seeing the hole. He's dancing around and stuff because, like, when they played against the Eagles, uh, Kenny Pickett does a dump off pass to Najee. He's got clear space instead of just running forward and probably getting the first down and maybe a yard or two more, he decides to dance around and gets like half a yard. <laughs> I mean, it's the, – the Steelers, like, their they're roster, they're, they're injured too. I mean, they, they're so bad, Butteridge. Um, mm-hmm. do you, how do you feel? The Saints going to – are they going to win Sunday? Yes, I think so, because I think Dennis Allen can beat a bad offense. I think he can keep in control. If he can make Josh McDaniel's offense look non-existent, I think he can take care of Pittsburgh's defense. Yeah, but he offense. had but he had Pete War- but he had Pete Warner and he had Davenport. Like they might be missing a lot of guys. Do you do? You- I think that I think Davenport might play. Yeah. I think Davenport might play. He's been limited twice. I mean, I know Wednesday's was just projection, but. If he's if he's limited again, I think there's probably a solid chance. I know no Pete Werner, but I'm not afraid of this Pittsburgh's offense unless like Dennis Allen decides to shit the bed and let Matt Can their offensive coordinator Matt Canada prove himself to be competent or something. He's so Matt Canada's so bad. He's so if bad. If you follow urinate if you follow urinating tree, you know how bad Matt Canada is. <laughs> He's so bad. All right, so Butteridge, thanks for joining us. He thinks they're go- he thinks they're gonna win, Andrew. Carolina, they're up thirteen to nine, but they're on the move. Um 
here's the thing that I was fighting with people on Twitter yesterday, actually. Um, the Saints, they might not have a first-round pick, Andrew. They might not have any cap space. But why do the NFL nerds, the Robert Mazes, the Ben Solix, why do they put – what gives them confidence that any of the teams in the NFC South know what the hell they're doing? Why, just because Atlanta has $60 million of cap space, why does that guarantee them anything next year? Like, this division, it's going to be it's going to be bad until one of these four teams gets a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, even then, man, you know, you don't know. I don't know that there's any coach that's exceptional in this division either. So, yeah, um, yeah, no, I, this, I, I think, look, the Saints are blessed. They live a blessed life. <laughs> they like, do. Even, even this year, even if they don't win the division, they don't make the playoffs, like, we'll go into the offseason. The Saints will do whatever it is they do. And we'll, we'll convince ourselves we got a shot based purely on the other teams in our division. That's right. Based not, not on what the Saints do at all. Right? So uh, we will convince ourselves, yeah, get a, get a little luck, you know, be, be, be a little bit more fortunate with the injuries. Hopefully we hit on a couple draft picks. And boom, we're right back in this thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you know, obviously, like you said, look, the NFC South is in a race to figure out who can get their quarterback because – I don't know. Like, I think if Tom plays again next year, I just don't think it's going to be in Tampa. No. And no. and and I think obviously there's a good chance he won't play at all. And and I just think when you look at this division right now, I mean, we'll see what Desmond Ritter is, but Mariota clearly ain't it. And Carolina, I mean, their quarterback situation is just laughable. Dude, how Baker Mayfield is so bad. Now that I watch Carolina with PJ Walker, after watching Baker Mayfield, I'm like PJ Walker, not not bad, not bad, <laughs> not not good, but like like he's give the guy credit. Like he he went from the XFL to like carving out a career as a backup in the NFL, and you know what is he on year is he year he's year two as the backup quarterback for Carolina, which. You know, he's one more year. He'll have he'll have gotten an NFL pension. That's nice. Congrats to him, uh, Andrew. Before we get out of here, give me a guy for the Saints on Sunday. That if I said to you, and not a start, like you can't say Camara. You can't say I want Camara's going to get 150 yards and three touchdowns because that's obvious. Give me a guy for the Saints that if I said to that you can make play well that would really, really tilt the game in favor of them that's a guy that maybe we're not thinking about or forgot about? What's, who's a guy that could really play well and get them over the hump in Pittsburgh? Carolina scored again. It's 19-9. to Go ahead. Uh, so I can't say, like, Andy Dalton. Mm, you could say and you, you, you can say Andy Dalton, but like make it reasonable. Tell me what he would have to do that's reasonable. Oh, oh, don't don't turn it over and throw two touchdown passes. That that, that would be enough. Um, you know, I think a guy I'll throw out there, like if Jarvis Landry can come back and Olave does his thing, I I, I think Juwan Johnson has really improved, and and he has consistently given the Saints one, two plays a week where mm-hmm. he makes nice catches yep. and you know he might he might do a little bit after the catch and he's a big threat in the red zone just because of his his mm-hmm. size, his length. And so, 
Yeah, I, I would say if Jawan Johnson can make some plays in this in this game, I just think it takes a lot of pressure off the passing attack. Yeah. It takes a lot of pressure off Olave and some of these other guys. So um, that that would probably be my vote, um, just to see Jawan Johnson make some plays because I, I do think he's kind of a sneaky guy where you know he, he can do some damage. Here, here's the thing: Jawan Johnson has 23 catches. The Saints have eight games left. Is he going to get to 40 catches? Andrew? I think so. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of been on this case. He's been on this pace of, you know, two, three catches a game consistently every week. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I think he can do that for sure. And, and he's a guy, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't think 50 catches is out of the question. And he's a guy that saints fans have always kind of exaggerated cause he would make one or two plays. And we were always like, he's not as good, but he, I'll say this. He's, he has made himself a freaking NFL tight end. Like and it's been really yeah. cool oh, yeah. to see with him. Like he worked at it, at he changed some, his body. Point, yeah, he changed his body, he worked at it and you know, he's developing as a blocker mm-hmm. a little bit. And I, I don't think it's out of the question that Juwan Johnson is like starting for the Saints at tight end next year and catching fifty balls. Yeah, he's a he's a nice Yeah, I don't I, he's never gonna be Kittle. No. I, I, I think you know, and, and maybe I'm stretching it here saying he can be a starting tight end in the league, but like the thing is, like, if the Saints were to cut Jawan Johnson, he's playing for someone else and catching passes. Like, he's at the point now where I just feel like he's he's a backup tight end in the league. That's right. If it, they, if they if they waived him, a team would claim him tomorrow because there's a there's teams out there that are like, we need a tight end. Oh, that dude for the Saints has caught twenty five passes. Get him in here. You know, sure. um, it is to me. Th- Andrew, I was I was always in the last couple of weeks 100% certain that eight wins was going to win the South. And I'm eight wins is definitely winning the South. I don't know if any of these teams can get to eight wins. I really don't. Like, if you told me the Saints would get to seven wins, win all the rest of their NFC South games, and one more... I'm not convinced it might it might get him the division. Yeah, I mean this division's pretty uh, in terms of the schedule. Carolina, Tampa, and Atlanta—they're all in the top ten in terms of easiest remaining schedule for the rest of the season. So they play some bad teams. But here's the—I—I I, I mean, Tampa last week, you know, they—they kind of got they righted the ship a little bit and they got a win yeah. late in that game, but. I just think, look, they're going to play a lot of bad teams. They're going to sneak out some ugly wins. Here's the thing. I I, I have a hard time thinking Tampa's going to do worse than eight wins. Here's the thing. Let's go through it real quick, and then we'll get out of here. The Falcons play the Bears, Commanders, Steelers, Saints, Ravens, Cardinals, Buccaneers. I see the Steelers is a game they can win. The rest of them are all toss-ups. You look at Tampa. Their schedule, Seahawks in Germany, Browns, Saints, 49ers, Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. The Panthers housed them. Where do you, where do you see Tampa getting four more wins? You know, like... Yeah, Cleveland maybe. Uh, I mean, the, the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, no, it's fair. But... It's a hard climb. Yeah. If the Saints 
go seven and ten and host a playoff game, I will go to that playoff game and it will be one of the most enjoyable experiences of my life. Like because it will be hilarious that I think if I think if the Saints are down thirty like let's say they're playing some team and they're down like twenty four to three at halftime and we it, it's just clear they're not winning the playoff game. I would vote that they put the division title banner up at halftime. <laughs> I would. It it would be. I mean, like, because the thing is, they won't put the record. So, like, in 10 years, we'll be like, yeah, that, that, that division, yeah, yeah. The division title was amazing. We won the division. What like, are facts? Facts, facts only. Yeah. Like, the, the, the 6-10 Saints – Playing the Carolina Panthers to end the year at home, needing to win to win the South at seven and ten, and having it need to be like a Will Lutz fifty-five yard field goal at the gun. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, man. <laughs> South is so bad. Fun. So, Andrew, I forgot on the podcast. Did you pick the Saints to win against the Steelers? Uh, no, I picked the Steelers to win. Uh, it was kind of hyperbolic. Uh, but I picked, you know, Jameis Winston to come in and gag it up at the end. Do, do, are you, do you want to change injury. your pick? Uh, I mean, this injury report doesn't look great. And I, two two new guards starting. Mm. I don't even know. Like, I don't even see clearly besides Throckmorton who starts on the offensive line mm-hmm. if they're missing if they're missing Pete McCoy. So, uh, I, I man, flip a coin. I, I think this is a coin flip game. I really do. I, I still think the Saints can win. I, I think Seattle is that – I'm sorry. I think Pittsburgh is that bad, but it's in Pittsburgh. Um, I think the Steelers fans are going to turn on them quickly Yeah. If, if the Saints can get off to a decent start. so Yeah, I, I picked the Steelers 31-13 in my WWL column, but I'm going to change it. I'm not going to say the Saints are going to win, but five minutes to go – it will be a one-score game or tied. And this is going to be – Andrew, if you're, ga- if you're a degenerate gambler like me, bet the under. Bet it. Just – they're not – both of these teams, they're not getting to 30 points between the two of them. I don't think. I think, I think the team that wins 17 – if you – final question, then I'll get out of here, I promise. If I told you – Saints can have twenty points. I'll give you the Saints can have twenty points right now. Would you take it? Yes, I think I would too. Like I think tw- I think twenty points will definitely win the game. Seventeen points probably wins the game. But guys, thanks for joining us. Please support Saints Happy Hour. I know there's a ton of people in the room. Support Saints Happy Hour. Go to Patreon, Saints Happy Hour. Go to, just go to saintshappyhour.com. Sign up to become a patron. Get the booze bundle. Try us out. We're amazing. We have an awesome Discord community on game day, and we're talking Saints 24 24-7, seven days a week. Uh, it's amazing. And you get our swag, a booze bundle. Try us out. I know you're going to love us. And right now, when the Saints are struggling, the jokes is what's going to get you through. Give us a try. Support the show. I promise you'll love it. It'll be a Christmas gift to you. Think of it as a Christmas gift to yourself. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Thanks for joining us. We will see you Sunday after the Saints-Steelers. Hopefully the Saints will be tied for first place in the comedy that is the NFC South.